All right. So it. <laughs> there we go. On a bit of a high, we just we just won Patriots, just one. But it was a nail by that, and we won. Oh, you're a Patriots fan. I always forget. Yeah. Well, it's not my fault. It's not your fault. Yeah, I was like 15, and I looked on it, and I was like, England, that'll do. Yeah, <laughs> and then we were good, and that was really, really like stunningly average. Y'all played the. Who'd y'all play? Uh, we played the Steelers today. Oh, okay, okay. The uh, the Dolphins and the uh, Dolphins yeah. and the Ravens are in a good game right now. It was, last I checked, it was tied at thirty five. The Saints just lost. Very unfortunate. Uh, you're a Saints fan, like no Louisiana sport, but yeah, I mean I'm from Louisiana, so. Well, I always forget where you're from because you moved around so much. See, I always forget where I'm from too. So <laughs> all my teammates here forget where I'm from because they'll be like. Oh, aren't you from Texas? Yeah, I'm from Texas. What about Louisiana? Yeah, I'm from Louisiana. Czech Republic. I'm yeah, Frog. Republic. Yeah. So, you know, hey, I wanna I wanna make a comment real quick. Uh, you were one for one. We were both one for one last episode for the uh, predictions for who's going to the ELF final. Yeah. <laughs> I I had the Raiders and the Vikings, and then you had uh, Hamburg and Barca. Yeah, you yeah. had Hamburg and Barcelona, and now it's Hamburg and the Vikings. That game is next Sunday. Yeah. I'm very excited. At the Black Arena in Austria as well, home game. Yeah. It's pretty good. They came out with the candidates for Offensive Player of the Year, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, all these uh, Player of the Years. Um, let's see. Give our opinions on these. MVP, yeah. Zach, Ed- Zach Edwards, Sean Shelton, Glenn Tonga. Obviously, we we, we know where this is going. <laughs> Glenn Tonga. Glenn Tonga. I, it's, it's, it's undisputable at this point, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw last year with uh, – who, who, who was it? Madre. Madre London. Yeah, Madre London. We saw last year running back, came out, added a phenomenal season. Mm, you got 2,000 yards, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think running backs are going to run this league for MVP, at least, for these two years. Offensive player of the year. I'll probably give that Zach Edwards. Yeah, I mean... You, can't really, you don't often give MVP and... Offensive player of the year. Yeah. Uh, Zach Edwards put up a phenomenal year, getting him all the way to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barcelona Dragons, for those who don't know, he's the quarterback. Um, and then one of his receivers is also up for offensive player of the year, but I think... Can't have a good receiver without a decent quarterback. So that's just my philosophy on it. Defensive player of the year, uh, Kyle Kitchens. I'm going Kyle Kitchens. The other guys are uh, Alejandro Fernandez and A.J. Wintland. But Kyle Kitchens, I did a last year uh, when I did, I did an article on the ELF. Kyle Kitchens was one of like the big, the big names that was brought up and mentioned a whole lot. So I've done a little bit of research on him, watched this film. So I personally think Kyle Kitchens, Kyle Kitchens is going to get uh, defensive player of the year. That's a great, yeah, yeah, he's specialist of the year. Mine's Zachary Blair. I think he's he got like loads of block kicks. He got uh, tackles for loss. He got interceptions. He got fumble recovery. He got fumble fumbles. Uh, yeah, he was everywhere in the special teams. <laughs> All right, Zachary Blair for the Istanbul Rams, who despite the. Uh, Unlucky season had a couple of really good standouts. You know, there was a bit of 
there's some question marks here and there after Tyrese left. Um, he's playing in London now, isn't he, though? Yeah, he played for the Warriors, yeah. He played two games. He played the semifinal and then he played the final as well. And um, they won? They lost the – they won the final. They lost – sorry, they won the semifinal, lost the final uh, to Manchester, who, yeah, a lot of people thought Manchester was going to win. I didn't actually think they win, but they, they came out dominated that game too. Wow. Yeah, they were really, really, really good. Rookie of the year. Oh, boy. I'm going Marco Schneider on this one. Same. He's one of the guys I predicted years ago would blow up. I've got a video on the, on the old uh, Europe's Elite channel from like 2019. Yes, uh, sir. Saying about Marco Schneider. So, yeah, big fan of him. Yeah, we did. So, about a year and a half ago, Caleb and I ran a few episodes uh, on our Instagram. Uh, what did we call it? Was it the... I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, try to, <laughs> let's try to find it. One of the first the, on the first I think on the first episode we had Marco Schneider featured. Oh uh, really? Yeah. I remember the um the, the video I made, I was watching all the Euros for the initial like the first ever 150 list we did. And uh I was watching the film and I was watching all the Austria films and they kept saying Marco Schneider, Marco Schneider, Marco Schneider. So exactly. that was my intro to um to the uh the video that I made that still holds up as well. I watched it fairly recently because when me and Caleb were talking about Marco, I watched it and I was like, no, it's actually pretty solid considering I did this for like three or four years ago. He's a solid, solid player, uh, wide receiver from uh, the the Raiders. Yeah, um, he's brilliant. I've been a big fan of him for a few years. I actually talked talk to his brother as well because, like, really? uh, yeah, I mentioned on my thing about him on my story on Instagram. And he, he was following me and he messaged me, oh, is he really known in the UK and that? And it was like, he was hyping his brother up, like, that's amazing. My brother's know all about Europe. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's, he's legit. <laughs> Dude, that's that's awesome. Cool. Speaking of <laughs> DMs and stuff, this is just like a fun little thing. Last night, so we had a football game last night. Um, mm-hmm. And after the football game, I was on my phone and you know, obviously follow a lot of people on Instagram. I was, uh, I follow this, this, this YouTuber. He's a Madden YouTuber. And I responded like, he had like one of those ask me or like it was like one of the Instagram po- posts on the stories where like you can respond to it. So I like typed in something, a response, and then he DM'd me and we talked for like 15 minutes and it was a great conversation. I think the funniest person on my Instagram when it comes to football is definitely Joe Morton. Uh, oh, yeah. He's a DN from, uh, he's Scottish, DN playing in Japan actually for, um, uh, for the Deers. Oh, he's yeah, the yeah. first ever European to go out to uh, Japan. Interesting. And uh, yeah, he's one of the funniest people I've ever met. And he did like ask me about Japanese football. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the stuff is crazy. I can't say all of it on this, but yeah, he's he's jokes. He's absolutely jokes. Now, the main question is, do they sell sushi at football games? Uh, I don't know. But he did say that 90% of like, the cheap sushi is better than like expensive sushi you get in the UK in particular. Not sushi. sure about how the quality is in America, but um, pretty decent. Uh, last year I accident, uh, in quotes, accidentally ate forty-seven pieces of sushi, forty-nine pieces of sushi. Uh, we went to an all-you-can-eat place, and the catch was it's all you can eat, but the stuff you don't finish, you have to pay for. So I was like, oh man, like no way I'm paying extra for any of this. Let me uh, <laughs> let me finish it. All my friends, like they're they're not going to finish their rolls. Uh, let me let me help them out so they don't have to pay extra. <laughs> That's so, alignment duties, huh? Jeez. That's that's what I'm saying. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot, but 
I was very, very happy. I was very yeah, happy. No. Sure. What about Offensive Rookie of the Year nominees? Offensive Rookie of the Year. Let's take a look. Nicholas Nicholas Holler, probably for me, just being in Vienna. Obviously, they've got all the way to the final. Yeah. Hard to really go against them at that point. He's added quite a lot of value to that team. Yeah. And I like how they have two linemen on there because linemen don't get enough love at all uh, no, for, for, for what they do and how hard they work. I really, really love seeing a lineman on there. So I'll go Lucas Holler uh, right there with you. And then I guess that just leaves one more the defensive rookie of the year. I think one more as far as players go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as players go, uh, defensive rookie of the year. Uh, I don't know too much about the defense. I didn't really pay attention to defense <laughs> this year. I haven't, I'm not too cleared up. Uh, Lorenzo Diana, if I'm pronouncing that right one. And then Christoph Nixlander. And then Atal- Atalia Isaac. Um, I'm going to go out on a whim and just say Diana just because Hamburg. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go on a whim. Yeah, I'd have to look into that one a little bit more. but. That's what I'm going to go for. I'll go for uh, Christoph Nislander. Nice. Uh, <laughs> just because Raiders, I'm a Raiders fan. I like him. Uh, obviously, we have the connection of Caleb, who worked there, coached there. Um, yeah. So I'll stay, my, I'll stay loyal and true to that and go Christoph. My, my allegiances are uh, tied up at the moment, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about coach of the year, Sam? Ooh. I'm going Chris uh, Kaleke. I think that's how you say it. Wait. Okay. Yeah, I'll go Chris just because Vikings, they're, one, they're a storied program, but two, to come into a league at your very first year, make it all the way to the championship, that's not an easy thing to do. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that goes into being such a great coach like that. I mean, you have recruiting, you have uh, diving into the league, learning the league, learning different uh, defenses and offenses in the league, game planning for different players, learning how to uh, set up your matches on, on, you know, on the line, on 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 the boundary with with your receivers, with your corners, with your safeties. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into becoming like one of the top coaches in the league. And you know, obviously, Chris is he's an experienced coach. He's been with the Vikings for a little bit, and he's won several uh, Austrian championships. I think they may have won the Austrian championship this year uh, before the ELF season. Yeah. Uh, so he has the experience, he has the resume and he's already made it to the finals in his first year in the ELF. And I think we'll continue to see this pattern kind of grow throughout uh, his time in the ELF. So I'll go Chris for uh, off, uh, the coach of the year. So I think all of them have strong cases. Like you said, Chris, obviously Charles Jones has got to the final as well. Uh, and there's, Really developed like a special scheme with Glenn. Obviously, when the rock that O line is crazy good too. Oh yeah. Um, and then Andrew, although they just parted ways recently, mm-hmm. uh, which peculiar. But to build on what you had last year, and then to Zach Edwards' development is uh nothing short of excellent. I mean, so I'm probably gonna give it to Chris as well. Yeah, first year, like you said, it's a big, big thing. For sure. And then they have assistant coach of the year. I don't know much about these assistant coaches. Um, yeah, I've got no clue uh, where let's, to go on this. Uh, let's just go for... I'll go for Ellison. I'm going to go for Kyle. <laughs> watch just because Kyle kind of had, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, watch, watch us get none of these right. That would be yeah, imagine. I mean, <laughs> imagine. We, we, were, we were 50% last time. Yes. And now we're going to be like 20% this time. 
Imagine. I think one apiece is a, is a good. You don't want to be one of us gets both of them wrong. That would make one of us look awful. So one apiece is good. I think yeah, I think one apiece is yeah, is good. Yeah. Have you got a score prediction for the final? Who? Uh, uh, right off the top of my head, I think just based on the performances that we saw in the semifinals, uh, the scores that we saw, I'm gonna go. 2014 in favor of the Vikings. Okay. Okay. So I think defenses are going to come out kind of strong uh, in this game, but obviously offense is going to drive and get held up a little bit. Uh, two field goal. I think I'm predicting two field goals for the Vikings, two touchdowns, and then uh, uh, two touchdowns and a field goal for uh, Hamburg. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit more pushing the boat out. So last year's championship was a bit of a shootout. Uh, I'm going to go for another shootout. All right. Okay. 38 to 35 in favor of uh, Hamburg. 38-35 in favor of Hamburg. I like it. Yeah. Shootouts are always fun, but but defensive battles are just equally as fun. I just watched the Saints game. The Saints played the Bucks, and up until the, like the middle of the fourth quarter, it was three to three. You know, big. Yeah, how was battle. that game? I didn't see it. I was watching the Patriots one. It was just so. very disappointing. Very disappointing. <laughs> Uh, Jameis Winston threw three interceptions. So had a broken back though. Four fractures in his back. Yeah, that's something that people don't realize about football players. Like the resilience that they have to go out there and play such a physical game when they're already like physically hurt and in pain is absolutely insane. Our coach said it to us the best this year. The best that you are ever going to feel is right before the start of training camp, and you will not feel that good until after the season is over. Shoot, NFL. It's only been two weeks. It's only been two weeks, and Jameis Winston has four fractures in his back, but he's out there playing, putting up 200 or something passing yards, a touchdown, and three interceptions. Um, <laughs> maybe you should have stayed out, I'm not going to lie. Maybe, uh, or maybe they maybe they should have played uh, Taysom Hill just a little bit more. But yeah, I will say it is uh, another level of physical toughness, but also mental toughness to go out there and perform at such a high level against – I mean, shoot, you got Vita Vey, who's like 370 pounds, 350 pounds, like barreling down at you. That that takes guts. <laughs> that takes uh, mental resolve. So hats off to him. But that's just something that people don't uh, understand too much about football players is like the amount of hits we take, uh, the level of physicality of the game. It's immense. It's huge. Um, but yeah, I think that's just something to to speak on, something to that, and that's obviously why we get in the weight, the weight room so we can get bigger. We have more protection for our bodies, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's not obviously taking the hits and delivering the hits too. You're going to put a lot of pressure on yourself delivering the hits. It hurts. <laughs> I'm it does. Not, I was never a, never a great tackler as a DB, but uh, yeah, I've been around those who are, so I know how it how it um, feels. But yeah, yeah. it's uh, definitely a big rugby um, in terms of the toughness. Obviously, they take a lot of damage too. So yeah. I'm sure it's those two sports, I feel. Yeah, yeah it's gonna so. be a good game, I reckon, in the final. I think ELF is just going further and further in it in terms of quality. Look at this oh, year, sure. look at last year, and you can see the development of schemes and players, and uh, even the crowd, like the crowds. I'm not sure who it was. It's the Berlin Thunder, and they put like a comparison picture of the two uh, attendances. I think so, yeah. And it's like doubled or more than doubled, something ridiculous. And it's like a full 20, like 21, 22. Uh, comparison looks great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Uh, the Berlin Thunder 2021. Uh, not many fans, but 2022 packed. 
<laughs> looks like it's sold out. Yeah. And Barcelona was super fun. I think um, when those Milan fans, come out, hopefully that'll be fun. Barcelona. Yeah, really <laughs> the Barcelona fans are crazy in every sport, though, to be fair. Like, European basketball is the same. Obviously, football is the same. American football is the same. I think when um, Italy come in, they'll have some decent-sized crowds, hopefully. We need to... can't remember some of the other ones that are coming in, but I think it'll be good for them, too. Yeah. I think... Ah, shoot. I can't remember. Not off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, they... Ravens or something. There's a team for the Ravens. Yeah, Munich. Munich. There we go. That's another one. German oh. teams are always pretty pretty good. Obviously, they're in the final again. Oh, it's a German-Austrian final as well. I didn't think about that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> More rivalries. <laughs> More turmoil there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Should yeah, be good. Be- Fun game. I think it's going to be a good weekend for it. Obviously, everyone who's anyone in European space is going to be watching that game. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be yeah. super fun. Speaking about Germany, let's have a little fun conversation, just a little quick thing there. Last week in the NFL, uh, our two top German players, uh, Amon Ross St. Ba- Brown and Equinemia St. Brown, scored touchdowns like two minutes after each other. I think that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. One, for the fact that they're brothers, and two, for the fact that uh, they come from German heritage, their mother obviously being German. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they're both in the NFL. They're both big playmakers. Uh, Amon Ra for uh, the the Lions and then Equinemia St. Brown for uh, the Bears now. Um, just just goes to show you how deep the uh, the European NFL connection runs. Um, and it's a good, it definitely is a good look for uh, sports in Europe. Speaking of good looks for sports in Europe, something very, very exciting coming soon. The new top 25 rankings for U19 football in Europe is coming out very soon. We just just finished up the uh, the announcement for it. Um, very, very excited about that. Um, no, the, 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 yeah, <laughs> it looks a little bit different than the last time, I will say. Some of it stayed the same, uh, mm-hmm. hasn't changed too much, hasn't deviated. But we got we got a couple of really good looks in there. Some of them that I personally do not agree with. You know? Oh, interesting. Let's do a whole thing on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, same here to be fair but we'll get through I mean I think I I would have to agree with like our number one I do agree yes. with that but in the top five I think there's some movement that definitely you know probably should have been done I think there'll be one team in particular I think you know the one I'm talking about who will be very annoyed at where they are yes uh, but inactivity is all I'm going to say on that one you know yeah. what I mean it's that team <laughs> but I think a lot of people will be a bit confused on what team I mean, but even still, we know. We know. <laughs> and they'll know when they find out it's a teaser. Go and look at the post and come back. <laughs> come join the next podcast, and then you'll, you'll see what I mean on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I really think that people will like the style of our release for the list. Um, I think it looks pretty pretty visually pleasing, I will say. Mm-hmm. Sure. Took a little bit of work on that, but <laughs> it's uh, it's ready It's ready to be out. So hopefully it should be out this week. Um, if you're listening to this, go check. It might already be out. Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then have you seen the big, big, big news at NFL Academy? I have not. No, I'm going to wait until you see your live reaction to this one. Uh, did they just post about it? Uh, this was the one a couple of days ago. Well, the next. No <laughs> shot. We <laughs> talked about this. We, we, we. Yeah. We predicted this. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. What an one. announcement. Yeah. NFL mm-hmm. Academy versus IMG Academy in London. In London, too. I'm hoping October they sell tickets. 11th. Wow. I doubt they'll sell tickets, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to that game. <laughs> and it's on like a Tuesday, though, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to like. It's such a random day. They've really missed an opportunity with it. Like, it's a huge game. And the NFL are doing what the NFL do and not it's on a Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, it's silly. It's not um it's not gonna be available. If they put that in like Riverbank Stadium in London, which is not that far, it's where Blitz held the Brit Bowl final. So like you can fit a couple hundred people in that stadium. Yeah. Charge five pounds an entry, you can have a full stadium. <laughs> Holy like it's, cow. I don't know why they're doing on Tuesday. I think it's very silly of them, to be honest. I have some quite strong feelings about it because uh, NFL aren't promoting that. They're playing at IMG, who are like the most famous high school in the world for American football. Oh, yeah. 100%. And they're not advertising it. <laughs> They've just told us, what, less than a month out from it. Yeah. And they, haven't sold, they haven't said about streaming. They haven't said about tickets. They've done it on a random Tuesday in the middle of London. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Um, I'm a bit confused of why they've done that. I think it's not going to lie because I think IMG are going to win. Yeah. And I think IMG are going to win a lot. <laughs> Probably so, but it's a good merging for European football and American football uh, just to yeah. get exposure. Uh, actually, on the topic of IMG, last week, the reason we weren't able to do a podcast last week, I was in Texas for a football game, traveling all weekend, traveling back on Sunday. On Thursday, when we flew out from Chicago to go to Texas, IMG was flying from, uh, I think they were flying from Florida and they had a layover in Chicago going to Colorado to play a game. So as as our D3 college football team was walking through uh, the airport, we had all these you know, these massive high school football players. And we we're just like, they're in high school, right? No, no shot there. These dudes are massive. They're big. Uh, they're physical. But NFL Academy. They got they got some dogs, massive, big, and physical too. I was just talking with uh, my roommate a little bit ago, uh, you know, telling him about the NFL Academy and all the guys that they have that are going to go D one. You know, Peter Clark, Kofi, uh, Fitton. Fitton's definitely going to go D one. Then you got uh, shoot the lineman. I forget his name. Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, you got Daniel. So yeah, all these guys that are that are going to go D one, and I think. I mean, despite despite what people may think about the the talent level in Europe, I think it's going to be a lot like a, a, a much better game that people are anticipating because mm-hmm. people really, really tend to count your European football out. And I don't think they should count them out on this one uh, at all. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see how this unfolds. Uh, it's on a Tuesday. At, yeah. <laughs> no, they don't have a time. Nothing about a stream. I will probably be in class when it's being played. Yeah, but I'll be watching it. So I'll, <laughs> I'll make sure to sit. The, I'll make I'll make sure to sit in the back if there's a stream and I'll watch <laughs> it. And I will be very very excited to see these guys play. Because they didn't have a stream for the last games, and if they had like someone who like a local like production, they they had to want completely blanking on their name. But the ones that did the Brit Bowl coverage, it was great. The Brit Bowl coverage was good. Apart like I heard something said with Jerry, but you know, I mean it was fun uh, for me. And yeah. If they got someone to cover that stream, that they'd have thousands of people viewing it. But I think oh, yeah. the the deciding factor for me, we have an IMG graduate at UE this season. 
school Dante just finished up in Colorado D1 school come over okay, to yeah, yeah. Uh, degrees he's going to be an excellent player on our D-line I'm very happy about that uh, he said that when he was in his um, I think he said his junior year or senior I can't remember they had the team had a combined 500 D1 offers <laughs> which is Goodness. insane that's <laughs> the whole ridiculous team, that's like 10 average give or take each like yeah 50. Holy cow. Mm. So, there's no, it's not, it's, if they beat IMG, then mad respect. If they keep it relatively close, man. Because that's going to be a very, very tough game. There'll be some big boys. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. Excited to, to, if I can't watch it, excited to hear about it. Um, Hopefully see some videos, some highlights. And then obviously after the fact, we'll cover it. So, Yes, and it definitely 100% will be future NFL talent. Oh, for that, sure. In that game. So, like, the opportunity to see that maybe in London is pretty, pretty groundbreaking for European American football. Yeah. And I think, speaking of talking about NFL and London, I think we're two weeks away from the NFL games coming to London. I think we're getting close to the, to the mark on that. Yeah, we are getting there. Yes, two weeks to go. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be Sunday, October second. It's the Saints and the Vikings. It'll be and a good game. The international player pathway is just around the corner, mm-hmm. as well. That's in later October, right? I think that thing is October twenty first, like that. But yeah, that'll be interesting. I have my thoughts and feelings about that one. <laughs> about some of the people in it. Um. Also, the copy and paste kind of list they've done. I have the list. I went to the last one last year to spectate yeah. it. And all the athletes are great, but I think it's certain there's a lot of them have got a second invite. And I think that it should be fresher talent. Uh, these guys have had invite them again, but invite more people, invite right. more talent over. Because, like, it's too, it's, it's just it's the same list as it was last year. Pretty yeah. much. Uh, I think that it's a big missed opportunity. I think that the people they brought in, um, maybe, a, I don't know, they don't have much time. Because I know that for the fact they get the thing and then they've got like a month to find all these players. So obviously no like bad uh, feelings towards them. It's just I think it should be a bit more uh, regimented and they should have uh, more people come in, say do one in an IPP in London and then invite UK players and like, French, German, and Spanish, and then do one in like Vienna, invite Italian, Austrian, and Czech. Maybe yeah. we should do several. Um, uh, that's the way that I feel. Obviously, it's more expensive, but it's the NFL. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. So, yeah, I think that um, it's a bit of a missed opportunity again. I'm super happy for everyone who's got the offers to go again, who didn't get the first time, maybe feel like they underperformed, and then they get a second chance to um, show their worth. Uh, but I would have liked to see more diversity in the list some some like hidden gems and stuff that would have been uh exciting considering we just had the second season like we said before it's been a really good development year for the elf even the gfl has been really good this year mm-hmm. so um yeah i think that it could have been better again these players are great and they're all the best european players but i think there's some some names missing for sure yeah um i got the list too uh was surprised at how it wasn't 
they like kind of like you said, it wasn't as diverse as it could have been. Uh, as far as like from the choosing of like the teams of where people came from, definitely thought it could be more diverse. Uh, but other than that, I digress. Uh, the NFL will do what the NFL wants to do, and <laughs> hopefully we'll see. Hopefully we'll see some positive outcomes from from this time around. Uh, I know a couple guys last year had a really good showing, uh, and they ended up going. Uh, to the NFL. So mm-hmm. hopefully we see more of that this year, more opportunities for people. Yeah. Yeah. And then if it's not in the NFL, CFL is always obviously an option. Great. Like, always amazing to see people in the CFL. And then uh, I think more people are opening up to the X League in Japan. I think more people are thinking about going over there. Uh, it's a lot harder um, to get into the into the Japanese League just because of European status and they only allow four non-Japanese players into their roster yeah um but i think more people look into that because i believe i'm not sure it does i think it largely varies between teams i think they pay more than european teams especially for those coming in so i think that could be an option for people to look into uh which would be interesting to see more europeans like i said before uh my friend joe being one of the first or if not the first european to make that trip obviously he has family in japan and uh stuff like that so it makes him a bit easier but he's been uh, very proactive in trying to get people over with him and expand the European American football to Japan as well. Yeah. I think there is a bright future uh, just for as far as like sending European athletes, other places, obviously CFL um, and the the Japanese league and then the NFL. And we have different leagues uh, like the XFL coming back and the USFL mm. coming back as well. So different leagues like that. We saw uh the the return man he played in the efl last year then he went to the usfl and now he plays for the panthers i believe i can't remember it's actually another the lots of um african players come through the ipp which is always good to see yes i know uh oc has his rise up camp over there doesn't he in nigeria so right that's where a lot of them came from yeah so I guess uh, in closing, the future looks bright. We got a lot to a lot to be excited for, a lot to be happy for, and a lot of talent to watch uh, grow and develop. And obviously, the the biggest news of the day uh, uh, is just waiting for that championship in the ELF next week. Um, so yeah, good conversation today, good episode. I'm excited to see uh, just everything that unfolds in the next week. Excited to see your guys' reaction to our new power rankings for the top 25 U19 teams in Europe. So be on the lookout for that. Um, And with that being said, uh, thank you guys for joining EliteCast today. Appreciate it.